Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. And just like that, we back on the air with yet another season of Carefully Reckless. Y'all clap it up for me as I reach my second season under the Black Effect with iHeartRadio. Carefully Reckless is doing great. I know y'all thought I was going to be gone for a minute, but now I'm back with the jump off. I had to do a lot of other things, y'all. I'm busy. I'm busy. And I, I miss y'all so much. I had to take a couple weeks off just to refresh myself, to give y'all some new and, and great content. And also, I launched Reckless Discussions, which you can check out every Wednesday, 7 p.m. on my YouTube channel. That's me, my little baby father, my cousin London, and my brother Prince, y'all. We talk about the same type of shit that we talk about here, but different topics. It's just reckless, all in the same. So... For the first episode of this season, I brought back a fan favorite. Y'all love this girl, my sister. Say what's up, Shay? Fuck it is, dummies. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Here she go. Hey, y'all. Yo, yo, where the hoes at? Y'all know. Y'all know she always want to know where the hoes at. Now, listen. This episode, we're going to talk about jail niggas. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about jail niggas. You felt that in your soul, huh? Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing you've dealt with a jail nigga or two. I never personally like dealt dealt with like dated or you know no no jail nigga right. But I am I try to call myself being a good friend sometimes. Okay, and I really feel like these jail niggas feel like they're entitled. Oh yeah, that's it's, a lot of them. And the jail nigga that I'm speaking of, okay. you know of him, your homeboy. Yeah, I ain't my homeboy no more. Oh, all right. He's Max's homeboy. Oh, all right. Because he's, yep. he's the clown. You even <laughs> started making me write the nigga and Look, shit. Like he like for real. Yo was sending five page letters to everybody. I swear. Yo, when I said last time I talked to him on the phone, he like, yeah, I'm I'm on the phone with Justin Larry's sister. Yeah, yeah, you know oh the funny girl. God. Like, boy, shut the fuck up. Oh my God. Being a clown. Being a fucking clown. Listen, he wrote me a couple times, right? I never wanted to fuck with him and he knew that he just wanted somebody to talk to, you know? As, as always, as all of them. As all jail niggas, you know what I'm saying? You you in there, you see the same niggas every day, I mean, whatever. So it's just like, all right, I, I start writing you. This was years ago, y'all. Or like, you like were, three no, years ago. No, not even, it was. It wasn't? No, it was longer than that. Oh, it was Because he'd been in there since 2009. January oh, of shit, 09. Oh, right, yeah. Well, so I, you were still more of a, more so of a kid. Right, right, right. Okay, well a, then I wasn't just hilarious that I am today. I yeah. was I was growing into that. Okay, and it went from us just being cool to one of his letters was just like, yo, you know, I when you. I come home, like, you know what I'm saying? I want you to be with me. I want to be able to be a good stepdad to Ash. Like, I love you. Like, 
what the fuck? I'm like, yo, I am a baby compared to you. Right. Like I like it was on some little sister, big brother shit at first. And then it was on some y'all. It's some things I want to do to you when I come home. I'm like, first of all, Kelly, you ain't never coming home. Girl. How about that? But what was the situation with y'all? So his name is Chris. His name is Chris. We all had one of those. It's it's, it's a million Chris's out here. So Mm y'all don't know exactly who we talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, So his name is Chris. And we met on MySpace back in the day. Okay. Like back in the day when you was on MySpace and that fucking towel. And I was just like, oh my get God. that off MySpace and you blocked me. Oh my God. Remember it was, I was, I was like, like my first little semi nude. I was like, yeah. get that down. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all met on fucking MySpace, bitch. With your little fucking Blackberry or whatever the fuck that little yeah. ass phone was. <laughs> it was a Nokia. Like it was a Nokia. Oh my God. So anyway, I met him on MySpace and he was like, I've seen you before. And he's like, you work at Security Square Mall? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I've seen you. Where you work at? I was like, I work in Shoe City. I'm working in the shoe store. So he, you know, he started coming, you know, to see me or whatever. He was, he was kind of cute. You know, yeah. I, I'm going to give him that. He, you know, yeah. he was cute. He had dreads or whatever. Yes. I had a thing for dreads back then or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was cute. So boom, met him. We became friends. And I guess we called ourselves like trying to like each other. Yeah. But yeah. we never like we never hooked up. Right. We never hooked up. Like we never had sex. So right. it was just like, all right, you know, whatever. And right. then one day I think we were actually going to, but then it just it just didn't happen. I was just like, Yeah, this ain't right. I'ma just leave. So I left out and literally just left out. And right. I, I guess he had an attitude. He had mm-hmm. an attitude about that. So he gets locked up um January of two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. He committed a murder, mm-hmm. whatever. He got Oh, that nigga killed somebody? Killed somebody. He killed somebody. And this nigga got my address? Yeah. Oh. Yo, you never said that was the crime. He never said that was the crime. You ain't know that? Fuck no, I ain't know he killed somebody. Who he killed? His cousin. <gasps> By mistake. Oh, all right. Uh, how? Uh, apparently, it was like a, a situation where it was like a a tussle that they got into with some people and mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. shot his cousin by mistake. Mm. Okay. All right. So, so we made a mistake and killed this guy. Yeah. And everybody was like under the influence. Oh shit. At okay. a club or party or lounge or something okay. like that. So, I got you. I got you. You know, it's, it's a fucked up situation. It definitely is. Fuck. Okay. Um, but his aunt was straight, like give him life. Mm-hmm. His aunt was just. That's I mean, she, child. Yeah, it's a child. You know, so she she was family upset. and not family. That's my child. My and child that was not his, coming back. That was one of his favorite cousins. At yeah. That. So it, imagine how it fucks him up. Yeah. So he, too. you know, he is. He's miserable as fuck. Yeah. He's miserable. He's he's and he in shows there. That. Yeah. He's he's in there. Um. So over the years, you mm-hmm. know, I've tried to be a good friend. Yeah. You know, just because I know you're in there. I don't mind talking to you. Mm-hmm. My, I ain't putting no motherfucking money on no books. Yeah, for so sure. every time he calls me, he's paying for these calls. Right. So I'm like, okay, he's paying for the calls. Mm-hmm. I can talk to you. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. You know, I love to talk. Right. So, it, you know, it's it's nothing to me. So, you know, I talk to him. And over the years, every time you turn around, he's like, oh, you know, how you doing or whatever. You know, I'll end up mentioning something about somebody I'm dating or whatever. And he mm-hmm. tried to act fake happy for me, mm-hmm. but then write me a letter like, I hope that shit don't fucking work out. I hope you catch AIDS. Like, damn, nigga, what? <laughs> Like, hey, yo, not laughing at any AIDS victims. Yes, not at all. But what the fuck? Yo, he is went wrong off with, with him. Yo, like, you was just fake happy <laughs> for me on the phone. Then you gonna write me a letter, like, damn, son, tell me how you really feel. Like, the fuck? yo, said this nigga say, I hope you catch AIDS because you, you fucking with this nigga. Yo, oh like, my God. What? But, but this is the thing. 
what the fuck can he be for you inside? Nothing. ABC, like, they talk about, I got money. I got all the oodles and noodles. I got Xbox in my cell. Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding like a motherfucking college student. Like, You nigga. serious? I got all the noodles in my dorm. I got the I hottest got all games. all the flavors. All the flavors of noodles. Like, nigga, we don't eat them out here. Well, we, we do. I do. But, nigga, but... you have to eat them. Right. That like, that, that's, that's a gourmet meal for you. Yo. You know, not shitting on you, but don't ever fucking come at me like that. Right. Like, the and fuck? then... Like, so then I actually went to visit him. Remember, he tried to get you. He's like, oh, he like, Jess, Jesse, you know, I want you to, uh, you know, come out here come and, and visit, visit me. Him. Yeah, with I Shay. You was like, yeah, I'll come. You know, I'll come. Right. You know, you're my nigga. Da, 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 right, da, da, da. right. Go out there. Yo was far as fuck away. Mm-hmm. Had to drive two and a half hours to get out there. Mm-hmm. So I finally went out there one day. I went out there on family day for him one mm-hmm. time. You know, just because I, you know, I felt like family or yeah, whatever. Yeah. This nigga like trying to like come at me like she tried to kiss me and I like backed up and burst him in front of the other jail niggas. Like Oh my God. Yo tried to <laughs> In front of the other jail niggas. Hey yo. <laughs> Why would you ever try to lean in? So y'all never talked about that before. You, you never no. he never was like, yo, when you come up here, I might kiss you. Or no, might... he didn't say none of that. Because just... I would have been like, yo, I'm gonna just stay home. Hey yo, you would have said you're gonna stay home. Yeah, and I would have right. kept my ass home because I ain't trying to embarrass you in front of jail niggas because then they gonna point at you and laugh while you in the fucking hall like, ah, ah, ah. like <laughs> that bitch backed up. When yo, you linked in like yo, yeah, and that's how they that's how they be like. Right. And then be you like gonna be that. then you gonna be fucking fighting and then because they fucking joking you because you got backed up on like yeah. damn. Hold up, hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so after he, you know, sat down and was like, oh, you know, I hope you catch AIDS and stuff. I'm like, look, I don't, I, you ain't no friend. Because I don't know why the right. fuck you talking to me what like that. Fuck? 
Don't fucking communicate with me. Don't write me. Don't mm-hmm. call me. I actually blocked the this jail number. Yeah, okay. so I told him. I ain't talked to him. Maybe like a year or something like that went by, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe more than that. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back around, sending a letter. Man, Shay, I'm so sorry. You like one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. Oh, all right. So he must have pissed everybody else off. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. try to roll back around to me because you know that I enjoy talking. And it's usually like that in jail. I mean, that shit is like that out here too. But definitely in jail because they they really have nobody but the people that they in, in there with. You know what I mean? So when and, and he gets so that's one thing I did notice about him. He has a short fuse. Like he gets so fucking angry real quick. Like and and just switch. Like you just said. Have you ever known him to be in a relationship with somebody? Like why he, he was in there? Because so, he's been locked up for so a long he, time. Uh, so apparently he's had, you know, several women that he's been communicating with. Yeah, that he's been communicating with, right. that he's been in relationships with mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, you know, this girl is going to be my home plan. Like, I feel like mm. and in okay. all actuality, I feel like the goal of a jail nigga uh-huh. is to find a bitch mm-hmm. that they can come home to yeah, just so they can have somewhere to stay. Because okay. normally when they get out, they have to be on like, I guess, house arrest or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What fucking house you going to? Or halfway on? house, you know, when they come. Yeah. Something. But yeah. normally. Oh, yeah. I forgot they do have halfway houses. Yeah. Nigga, but, go to a fucking halfway house. Fuck is you trying to get a home plan for? But that's but that. that's not a lot of to everybody. Everybody is oh. not allowed to do that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, no, it, it is no halfway house for some niggas. It depends on your charge or, you know what I'm saying? Or like, like, does he work in there? Was he ever working in there? So he was working. Mm-hmm. He was working at one point, but I feel like he every time he turned around, he's fucking up in there. Yeah. But you have to have good behavior in yeah. order to have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, any kind of work in prison. Okay. And every time you turn around, he fucking up. Like, nigga, you're never going to come home. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know, you know, I've heard of people getting time, like, taken away for having good behavior and stuff like that. Right. But it's just like... If you can't be good, nigga, like you a grown ass man, like what's somebody gotta tell you? Okay, Chris, be good. Yeah, you might can go home early. Be good. Yeah, yeah. Like, why do why does a motherfucker have to tell you that? He likes to have his ego stroke too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I notice like when even when he will be talking to me on the fucking phone and shit, because he used to always get people to call me when I wouldn't write back right away. He would get people to call me like that is annoying as fuck. Yeah, and I'm like, like don't give nobody my fucking number. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, like, oh, they don't know who it is. I don't give a but fuck. I'm like, don't yeah. give nobody my number. But I'm like, call me. I'm like, I gave you my number so you can put it on the fucking list. Exactly. And you get niggas to call me. Like, what the fuck? And these people know who I am. You know what I mean? So, like, the fuck you think ain't nobody listening? Exactly. You think, and then my voice is very distinctive. My fuckers right. know who I am. So, I, I would notice that he loves for his ego to be stroked. Like, like he just likes like excessive compliments and shit right and like oh yo you know you know you wanted to know you're a good nigga or like you you this that and the other like i know you yeah you know he sent me yeah. pictures one time and i'm just like oh he was like you ain't like what you see damn you ain't even say nothing like nigga look like an old washed me. up fucking will smith yeah yeah like he like usually bitches be telling me like i look you know what i mean like yeah you ain't even say shit because i don't fucking look at you like that nigga. right like I don't you look at you off like that. as like a a big brother or yeah. like a fake cousin or some shit like right. that. Like so, what got y'all to the point where you don't talk to him at all right now? So, you know, over time, like I said, every time you turn around, he, you know, he's doing something, doing something, doing something. So, but you always forgive him. I, I always forgive. It him take you a while, but you yeah, forgave but him. I always go back because what I sit there and I try to realize is I try to realize this nigga is he's going through a lot. He's mm-hmm. miserable. He's been imprisoned since. 
January of 2009. Like, yeah. so, you know, I, I try to understand, like, man, I I'm probably. Over 10 years. That's crazy. Right. I'd probably mm-hmm. be zapping out too yeah. and flipping out on people if yeah. I was behind a wall right. for all this time. So right. I try to, you know, be a little understanding, but right. it's but so much I'm going to fucking Because, right. Because you got to understand these people didn't do this shit to me. I did this shit to myself. Exactly. And so she don't have to. You have to, he got to understand. Like, he has to have discernment. Like, she don't have to be talking to me i don't have to answer the fucking phone and you know i'm doing you a fucking favor you know what i'm saying so we like i'm out here that. right you're right. in there living my fucking life and you know trying to be a friend to a nigga that keep blowing up on me in jail that in keep, prison. like you you keep burning bridges yeah so what he did so the last time which was actually a few weeks ago uh-huh. he called me and you know how i normally answer the phone i greet like yo yo where the hoes at whatever whatever uh-huh. you know so he called and i didn't i didn't greet him that way Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he like, damn, you good? And I was like, eh, I'm here. And he was mm-hmm. just like, what's wrong? And I was just like, um, I just saw online that Chesley Christ, Miss USA of oh, 2019, yeah. had yeah. committed suicide. Okay. And I was sad about that. Yeah. You know, it it, it it saddened me because I'm a suicide Absolutely. survivor. You tried and that shit multiple times. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn. You know, I read that it said that her mother said that she had wrote a note or whatever so as mm-hmm. i know the last time i tried that back yeah. in 2016 i yeah. did the same thing yeah that's when you was up and coming mm-hmm. who was on the ambulance with me myth you myth like after mm-hmm. i wrote you know i wrote i wrote i wrote letters mm-hmm. you know i really was i wasn't trying to be here mm-hmm. so you know but god wasn't ready for me to Absolutely. be with him yeah or he wasn't ready for me to be away from yeah away from this world mm-hmm. and he allotted me more time yeah so what saddened me was like, damn! I met her. I met her when I was with you with that um with mm-hmm. the Cam Newton uh the yeah we went up, to keeping Charlotte. Up with Cam. Was that in Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the kickball tournament yeah, it was that a kickball, we had. Uh, yep, and it was down in Charlotte. Yes, you did meet her. She and she was, was beautiful. There. We, when I t- we she, took pictures with her, videos. Like she was just you. Y'all was talking for a long ass time. You yeah, know? she she was just so she just seemed like just a ball of energy she yeah. was so sweet yeah she's just a pretty girl all she smiles just, you know and i was um i was joking well you was joking they're talking about so oh how you gonna uh, how you gonna play kickball with them boots on uh-huh she, she was, had some knee boots i on. know she was just so cute you <laughs> know what i mean like, like not bougie not stuck up very down to earth and yeah, like exactly. my sister said she loved to talk so she talked to this girl the whole fucking event I think that's the day you got fired because you wasn't fucking paying attention to me. That is not the you day I got fired. You was talking to her the whole damn time. I'm like, yo, you have to get me to the car. You talking to Miss Nebu. Girl, no, I was talking to Tori Smith when, when it was oh, time to go oh, to the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, you was talking to Tori. My bad, my bad. She just loved talking. I just and, was talking to and everybody. People, like, Look. And, and sometimes, you know, you got people that talk. They be like, I wish this motherfucker get away. People be really into our conversations because I got some shit to talk about. That's exactly why the I fuck know. you got me sitting here on this motherfucking <laughs> carefully records, <laughs> goddamn it. Because I be did. having good shit to talk about you're right episode <laughs> one you're right so you was uh you was telling him that you were stressed yeah, out about that, that. I was, that i was sad you know yeah. i ain't like i was sitting there boohoo crying or nothing like mm-hmm, that but it's mm-hmm. just like i felt i felt that because you and can he, resonate with it yeah and he yeah. was just like what the fuck are you sad for and i'm just like damn i was just like well i'm sad because i've been there before yeah. and so many things just went through my mind like is she getting help you yeah. know ever since that incident with me in 2016 i've been getting help i haven't had any thoughts like that anymore and i'm just like damn i wish she had more time i wish she had somebody to talk to right and that's all the things that was just going through my mind like damn like i wish i could have like reached out to her or something for sure for you know sure. just just anything because it's just like you never know you never know what people are going through yeah yeah. This bitch ass nigga mm. gonna say, why the fuck are you said 
because she made that decision. She chose to kill herself. You're still here and she's not. That's her fault. Bitch. See? I'm like, wow. See? I was just like, that is the most insensitive shit. You could ever that- say about somebody who took their fucking life. Like, you never know what people are going through. Yeah. You never know what that girl was going through. Yeah. What demons she was fighting, what right. struggles she right. like and was encountering. Nothing. Like, you don't right. know. And you so, the last fucking person, bitch. You killed your cousin. Girl, that part. Whether it was by mistake or what the fuck ever, nigga, you killed right. your cousin. You can't say shit. You're so miserable that you're going to say some ignorant shit like that. Yeah. I, as a friend... I feel like he should have been uh, sympathetic. He should have been like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. damn Shay, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, that's sad. But, yeah. you know, just, just keep your head up yeah. and pray for her family. Yes. Or something Even like that. Even if he felt that way, it's the certain way to say it, Yeah, you don't say shit like that, my nigga. Now we got a commercial. And if you click off this podcast, I swear I'm going to beat your ass. Listen. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So then I didn't even get off the phone with him right away. I'm like, mm-hmm. Chris, mm-hmm. that's really insensitive. Like, don't say that. That's ignorant. You know, like, you know, I'm real sensitive when it comes to things like this. Like, yeah. don't do that. You can't tell me what the fuck to talk about. I'm going to keep talking about this shit. And guess what? I'm going to hang up on your ass, boof. And that's it. And I hung up on him and I blocked him. Yeah. Like, don't, you know, don't do that. So then, and this is like, I was like over, overly a good friend. Like, he had mm-hmm. me. Make his fucking cell buddy. Send me pictures of his cell buddy. Had me make his cell buddy a Gmail and a and a damn Instagram page for what? I don't fucking know why all these jail niggas want Instagram pages, but it is what it is. <laughs> had me make his cell buddy an Instagram page, take pictures of the pictures or whatever, and was like, you know, just send the pictures back when you mm. get a chance. So I'm like, all right. So I feel like this is the time to send them back since I didn't cut you the fuck off. Right. Right. I could have just threw the pictures away and make yeah. your cell buddy like brash your fucking head up against the metal ass toilet. <laughs> 
Damn. Like, like nigga, where my fucking pictures at? Hey yo, hey yo, you funny as shit, yo. Not over the motherfucking pictures. Yo. I don't know, you know them niggas like who else gonna be, print them out for yeah, you? Yeah, they be dead serious, but like, you know, shit. So I sent it back and I sent it with a little letter. And I okay. typed I typed it because I hate writing. I know. So I typed it and I was like, You fucked up. I told you, hey, one one more chance. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't fuck with you no more. You you're ignorant as fuck and you're insensitive and I, I just cannot deal with that. Yeah. Like I my mental can't can't deal with that. Like yeah. poof be gone. And I put a middle finger emoji on there. Mm-hmm. This nigga gonna send me a letter back and was like, You really need fucking help. Yeah, um, you need to seek some mental help. Uh, your kids deserve it. Get a fucking life. I got a life. Out here. Yeah, you got life too, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker don't fucking like, play with me i just was like yeah. i looked at that ladder and i was like rip rip ribbity rip like hey yo you did what rip rip ribbity rip <laughs> yo she's so fucking corny yo <laughs> like like come on now but nah but but that's the whole thing about you know dealing with jail niggas now listen i now that's not every jail guy my experience was was very much different although a lot of them are entitled i dealt with a few jail niggas i yeah, like three, like two of them. Well, three, because you and, was a jail nigga. Damn. First of all, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Definitely was a jail nigga. I know, yo, I know. All right, yeah. But I was dealing with one, and and this is the thing. Yeah, I was dealing with him before he went to jail. And then when he went to jail, I found out that he had a whole wife. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, man, I keep on fucking. Well, he wasn't married to her yet. He had a fiance. And um, they had planned to get married before he went to jail, but this nigga got picked up before they decided to get mm-hmm. married and shit. So yeah, no conjugal that, visits for you, my mm-hmm, nigga. <laughs> uh huh, no conjugal at all. And um, actually, he just actually came home. Um, the other jail nigga I was dealing with, girl, you know, when I was young, I was hot my ass. I was dealing with all these motherfucking older mm-hmm. niggas and shit. And he's home now too, and he seen me, and he was like, "Damn." You you really fucking grew up, man. I wish I would have like took you like really serious and knew what you was going to be and I would have treated you different. Niggas don't understand. That's not, such a fucking insult. Yes, it is. Like That is such a fucking insult. Not knew what say. you was going to be. I wish I knew what you were going to be. You never and know I what anybody tr- is going to be. Yeah, what the fuck wrong with you? You was just fucking with me because I was he a did not young say that. little tenderoni. He really yes, said he, it Yes, he said that. He was and he didn't oh, wow. and he didn't see how he could have offended me or anything. He just kept talking. Girl, that nigga didn't Hood see. niggas just mm-hmm. they, they don't <laughs> their yes. minds are set so different. Yes. I can't believe he said that. Mm-hmm. You never told me. <laughs> I know. Fuck? And girl, look good as a motherfucker. But I said, listen, I if I was the same girl that I used to be, I would have laughed at that and still fucked with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I've grown like I've grown from all of that. You know what I'm saying? And and then you gotta realize something as well. All niggas who go to jail ain't bad people. Like, mm-hmm. shout out to Wallow. That motherfucker not a bad person at all. Like, he did 20 years in jail. He came home. He made something of himself. He mm-hmm. didn't decide to get back in the streets. He didn't decide to, to do the same thing that got him locked up because that's what he was good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all he know. A lot of people rely on the fact that, yo, this is all I know. I ain't about to go get they no job. I ain't rely to- on fast money. Mm-hmm. Fast yep. money is addictive. Yeah. And that's what they get accustomed to. They just like, yeah. man... I know I can just but all go of, out there, boom. Yeah. And- but all that fast money shit comes with so much. You got to watch your back. You can't trust nobody and you can't do everything on your own. So nope. that, that shit comes with the territory. That shit comes with death. It comes with betrayal. It comes mm-hmm. with so much shit. A lot of extra jealousy. responsibility. Jealousy, envy, like all of that. Y'all going to risk dealing with all of that for fast money. Like that shit is crazy. I, I just... 
I just don't understand how somebody can go and do decades in jail or whatever. Mm-hmm. It could be five months, five years, 15 years. Then you come home and you back out on the street doing the same shit. I don't shit. even want to do five minutes in jail. I know. Like, I went to I jail know. for 12 hours before. <laughs> and, you know, I was in there for fighting, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, this is not where the fuck I want to be at. Yeah. I didn't even want to go to the bathroom. It was like, I was in a cell yeah. with a whole bunch of junkies. Oh, my God. And one white girl that was dressed like fucking Kim Possible. Oh, my God. And this bitch walked up to me and was like, hey, what are you in for? Bitch. They're like, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck are you in here for? Right. And I asked her. Fucking Disney Because I'm like, princess. I'm not about to tell you what the fuck I'm in here for until right. you tell me what you in here for. But to be honest, she seemed real jolly. That bitch might have been crazy as a motherfucker. You no, never so know. she. She was dressed like Kim Possible. She, so she wasn't even crazy. She was um, fighting for animal rights. She was a vegan. Oh, wow. She was a vegan <laughs> and her and her boyfriend were outside of some restaurant downtown that right. sold um, rabbit or something. Uh-huh. They cook rabbit. Uh-huh. And she was just like, oh, no, that's not right. And blah, blah, blah. So her and her boyfriend were down there. And, you know, the she said the the police were roughhousing her boyfriend. Oh, wow. Yeah. She said they were roughhousing her boyfriend mm-hmm. and she pulled her phone out to record. And they were just like, put your phone away. And she was just like, this is uh, one of the amendments. I can do this and oh, blah, blah, Lord blah. Jesus. So she got up like too close to them apparently. And mm. they were just like back up off me with that phone. Yeah, like, yeah. so she refused. So they locked her up for disorderly conduct. <laughs> and she was like, so now I'm in here. And I'm just like, oh. With you and the junkies. Right. So we were literally the the two most normal people in the damn cell. Mm, mm-hmm. But still, I'm just like, yeah, jail ain't for me. Granted, I'm glad I was in the cell with like some junkies and not some angry ass bitches because yeah, you know you never know but yeah that that ain't for me i was yeah. like no so it's just like i'd be trying not to do things that land me in jail okay but okay. then sometimes stuff be making me itch like yeah uh-huh <laughs> like i got the and just- i can see it, <laughs> I, I wish y'all could see what she doing like it's like this little tourette's twitch <laughs> Not that I'm uh, trying to offend anyone with Tourette syndrome, just a disclaimer. <laughs> but know? she over here doing this motherfucking Twitch. Remember that yeah, Twitch that like, Wendy Williams used to do every time somebody asked her about her ex, her ex husband. <laughs> she used to do this fucking Twitch over her eye. Yo, I think that's actually bad. That no, I'm that Twitch that, that she did that when she passed out. <laughs> oh yeah, that is one Twitchy bitch. I swear, I, yo, Wendy Williams is <laughs> a motherfucking a twitchy, bitch. twitchy bitch, yo. I swear, yo, she will Twitch her way. Out of anything, y'all. I swear. She must have twitched her way out of her show. You know, her show is, she she's losing her show. And is she losing it or she's walking away from it? I don't know. I, I heard she was losing it. I don't know. I heard, I heard canceled and I heard that she don't want to do it no more. I heard that she walked away. I heard that it's just too much to come back to. So she said no. Like, I don't know. Well, whatever it is. I think she's left a mark. I think she's did it long enough. Yeah, and I congratulate her on like what she had, like 14 seasons or some shit like Damn. that. Yeah, she I think she did she said she really shitting good. on Sally Jesse Raphael. She's shitting on who? <laughs> Sally, Sally Jesse, Jesse Raphael. Raphael. Who the fuck is that? A uh, old talk show host. She did? I don't think she did. Oh, her show okay. just did. Oh my god. Oh, speaking of dead, um Damn. Queen Elizabeth. She's not dead. No, no, no. She ain't dead. No, no, no. She's not dead. But I was just saying, you know, because I'm sorry. <laughs> it was no, definitely not, rumors. It was yeah, definitely it was rumors. rumors. Somebody said she had died, but then she popped up again with that scary ass face like psych. <laughs> little evil ass. Uh, she just caught, a little COVID. Right. Just a little COVID. She <laughs> caught COVID and shit. And um, and apparently she uh is not dead, man. So, yeah, that's good. Damn. Yeah. Not damn that she ain't dead. But <laughs> yeah, just damn that. Like, that 
She's been damn. on the throne for like 70 years, they said. That lady like is that. fucking evil. Remember what she said about the baby? Yes. Yeah. She was like, no, that, that baby is not allowed to have our name. That baby is not oh. allowed near us because it, it is mixed. It's mixed with black in it, basically. That, yeah, pretty that much. That little half nigga baby ain't fucking coming here yeah i'm just like that was the worst but you know god don't like ugly and mm-hmm. sometimes he will even allow you to contract covid damn and just like that we are going to end this episode mm-hmm. and we have to make sure that we keep up the views and the listens on reckless discussions and carefully reckless y'all because y'all know i ain't going no motherfucking where say bye to these people shay peace out y'all make sure y'all keep up with everything she's doing go to youtube yeah Click that motherfucking bell, mm-hmm. subscribe, like. Even if you don't watch the whole fucking episode, at least watch one minute. One minute counts as watch time yeah. for yeah. reckless discussions. Thank you, boo. And listen, you can't watch just one minute because that shit is so good. It's comical. My my favorite on the show, is, I'm not going to lie, is my son father. Yo, Rome, that's my favorite, yo. Yo, and never crazy. let him get no fucking words out. I know, I know, yo. Because <laughs> half the time that nigga don't be having shit to say. Like, Rome, just put your hand up. Rome like. don't be, yeah, Rome don't be having shit to say, yo. He just don't like to be left out of conversation. So he will look like he's prompting himself to say something. But if we all shut up and be like, go ahead, Rome, it won't be not a thought in the motherfucking world. Critics. That's it. <laughs> so make sure you tune in each and every Wednesday to Carefully Reckless and Reckless Discussions at 7 p.m. Love y'all and in my best pan voice. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.